Elijah 7, The Spirit and Power of Elijah on You 2 Kings 9 1-4 NLT Meanwhile, Elisha the prophet had summoned a member of the group of prophets, Find Jehu son of Jehoshaphat, son of Nimshi, say to him, This is what the Lord says, I anoint you to be the king over Israel. Then open the door and run for your life. 4. So the young prophet did as he was told. While Elisha was serving Elijah as his attendant, Elijah's ministry continued. Ahab, the wicked king of Israel, incited by his egregious wife Jezebel, plotted to kill an innocent man, Naboth, so he could annex his vineyard and use it for his own. Once he had done this, Elijah showed up with a word from God for him. 1 Kings 21 17-22 NLT But the Lord said to Elijah, 18, Go down to meet King Ahab of Israel, who rules in Samaria. He will be at Naboth's vineyard in Jezreel, claiming it for himself. 19. Give him this message, this is what the Lord says, wasn't it enough that you killed Naboth? Must you rob him too? Because you have done this, dogs will lick your blood at the very place where they licked the blood of Naboth. 20. So, my enemy, you have found me, Ahab exclaimed to Elijah. Yes, Elijah answered, I have come because you have sold yourself to what is evil in the Lord's sight. 21. So now the Lord says, I will bring disaster on you and consume you. I will destroy every one of your male descendants, slave and free alike, anywhere in Israel. 22. I'm going to destroy your family as I did the family of Jeroboam son of Nebat and the family of Basha son of Ahijah for you have made me very angry and have led Israel into sin. When the omnipotent God speaks his eternal and all authoritative word, the proposed action he describes is as good as done. Ahab panicked because he knew this prophetic word would certainly happen, it was just as certain as the drought Elijah foretold, the fire that burned up the sacrifice, and the resumption of rain at Elijah's word. Consequently, this was Ahab's response to what God said to him. 1 Kings 21:27 NLT But when Ahab heard this message, he tore his clothing, dressed in burlap, and fasted. He even slept in burlap, and went about in deep mourning. God not only sees outward actions and reads body language like we do, but He also knows the heart. He recognized the true repentance of Ahab and modified his plan. 1 Kings 21 28-29 NLT Then another message from the Lord came to Elijah. 29 Do you see how Ahab has humbled himself before me? Because he has done this, I will not do what I promised during his lifetime. It will happen to his sons, I will destroy his dynasty. Ahab's repentance changed God's mind, but not about the outcome of what he promised, only the timing. However, this changed many of the details of God's plan for Elijah, Elisha, Hazel, and Jehu. All of the anointings God instructed Elijah to accomplish and the assignments of the candidates was now delayed until Ahab died. All praise to the absolute genius of God, this brought out another aspect of the anointing-slash-mantle that was on Elijah, it is transferable. God's original instruction to Elijah was that he anoint Elisha, Hazel, and Jehu. But, since this was delayed by Ahab's repentance, the actual anointing of the two kings came about like this. 2 Kings 8 11-15 NLT Elisha stared at Hazel with a fixed gaze until Hazel became uneasy. Then the man of God started weeping. 12. What's the matter, my lord? Hazel asked him. Elisha replied, I know the terrible things you will do to the people of Israel. You will burn their fortified cities, kill their young men with the sword, dash their little children to the ground, and rip open their pregnant women. 13. Hazel responded, 
How could a nobody like me ever accomplish such great things? Elisha answered, The Lord has shown me that you are going to be the king of Aram. 14. When Hazael left Elisha and went back, the king asked him, What did Elisha tell you? And Hazael replied, He told me that you will surely recover. 15. But the next day Hazael took a blanket, soaked it in water, and held it over the king's face until he died. Then Hazael became the next king of Aram. God told Elijah to anoint Hazael as king of Syria, Aram, c. 1 Kings 19:15. But, because of the delay God granted as a result of Ahab's repentance, Elijah had already gone up to heaven in a whirlwind when it was finally God's time for this anointing. So it was physically Elisha who fulfilled this instruction to Elijah. The only way that this could have happened in obedience to God's instruction was truly if the spirit of Elijah rested on Elisha. Let's look at the conclusion to the overlap period between Elijah and Elisha to see if this happened. 2 Kings 2 11-15 NKJV, Elijah was carried by a whirlwind into heaven, he, Elisha, also took up the mantle of Elijah that had fallen from him, and went back and stood by the bank of the Jordan. 14 Then he took the mantle of Elijah that had fallen from him, and struck the water, and said, Where is the Lord God of Elijah? And when he also had struck the water, it was divided this way and that, and Elisha crossed over. 15. Now when the sons of the prophets who were from Jericho saw him, they said, The spirit of Elijah rests on Elisha. And they came to meet him, and bowed to the ground before him. This confirms that the anointing, mantle, spirit of Elijah is transferable. It transferred to Elisha during the overlap-slash-serving period, and was completed when Elijah's ministry concluded. The miracle in the above passage reveals that the full transfer had taken place, other prophets confirmed this, the spirit of Elijah rests on Elisha. So when Elisha anointed Hazael, he did it in the spirit and power of Elijah in obedience to the word God instructed Elijah. Plus we know from what God's angel said to Zechariah, John the Baptist's father, that John operated in the spirit and power of Elijah, see, Luke 1 17. This is in keeping with the final chapter of the Old Testament where God declares that he will again send Elijah the prophet ahead of the day of the Lord. This was initially fulfilled through John the Baptist, and it has another fulfillment to come in our generation. This is extremely important for us, the Bible clearly teaches that Elijah's mantle slash anointing slash spirit and power is transferable. We see this transfer again in the way God's third instruction to Elijah was fulfilled, anoint Jehu to be king over Israel. 2 Kings 9 1-4 NLT Meanwhile, Elisha the prophet had summoned a member of the group of prophets. Get ready to travel, he told him, and take this flask of olive oil with you. Go to Ramoth Gilead, too, and find Jehu son of Jehoshaphat, son of Nimshi. Call him into a private room away from his friends. 3. And pour the oil over his head. Say to him, This is what the Lord says, I anoint you to be the king over Israel. Then open the door and run for your life. 4. So the young prophet did as he was told. So, in fulfilling God's instruction to anoint Jehu as king over Israel, the anointing God gave to Elijah transferred first to Elisha in a season of overlap and serving. But then the anointing went to yet another generation through a delegation, instruction, and submission. Elisha instructed the young prophet, he obeyed, and God's instruction to their predecessor was fulfilled. God moved through Jehu in a way the prophets could not, but he brought about the outcome God had promised, the prophets had declared, and the innocent, oppressed people had dreamed. I encourage you today, as you worship God, serve the anointing on those God has assigned you to, 
this anointing can come on you. God has designed and gifted you to do what only you can. But, to achieve His ultimate for you, you need the anointing that's currently on another to be transferred to you. Primarily, this is Jesus. But He has set up His kingdom in such a way that you need to serve, attend, submit, and be very humble to the anointed person that God has put in your life. Remember, if you don't serve that anointing when it's on someone else, this reveals to God that you will not serve it when it's on you either. David served Saul, and God's anointing to be king came on him when God concluded Saul's season. Timothy served Paul. Eleven of the twelve apostles served Jesus, and the anointing that was on their leader-slash-king came on them, and they fulfilled their calling. You can fulfill yours too, in the spirit and power of Elijah. Which, after all, is an aspect of Jesus's and the Holy Spirit's anointing that God wants to emphasize at this time, as we become forerunners for Jesus's full manifestation in glory.